Let's pray. Well, welcome. Uh, this is uh, Pastor Dave Keene with another episode of A Pastor and His People. Today I'm with uh, Eddie Fail. Eddie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Dave. Uh, well, Eddie, I love you. Same here. <laughs> I can tell you do, and uh, I, I, that that is very much reciprocated. Well, amen, amen. So, uh, Eddie, tell us a little bit about uh, your your past, right? You're from okay. Rock Hill? Yes, born and raised in Rock Hill. I was actually born at a Catholic hospital in Rock Hill. Okay. <laughs> Been a lifelong Baptist. I was yeah. born at a Catholic hospital. In the Catholic hospital, no longer no longer here. No, it's right down, right behind, uh, down the street from where downtown Green funeral home was it was St. Phillips. Okay. So where'd you grow up? A good uh, part of Rock Hill. Uh well let's see, I started down actually near spent my first five years less than a mile away from where Pioneer Church is now. Okay. And uh then we after five years we moved up to the Aragon sort of area over there just across railroad track from Northside Baptist Church. And so people don't people who may not know Rock Hill, Rock Hill was always just a, a mill town. Right. right? Yeah. So it's kinda like you lived by a mill. Exactly. No matter it's about wherever you live in Rock Hill, you're by some kind of business. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. It was a textile town. That's how they earned their money, and people made a living here, and that's basically what it was. Well, were you raised in the church? Yes, very much. I started out, I was raised at Northside, and uh, I stayed there for about 40 years, actually. And uh, so, and also I had, had a lot of Northside in my uh, in my history, I guess. I also went to, spent my first seven years uh, in school at Northside Elementary School. Okay, so okay. Northside Baptist and Northside Elementary School. Okay, well, how did you come to know the Lord? Well, I've just been raised in the church, and it wasn't like it wasn't a kind of brand new concept, you know, like most people have. They, they tell them about the gospel, and they think, well, what? Well, gee, why haven't I known about this? Or, you know, where, where's all this been all my life? I was yeah. pretty much raised. I guess my thing, just like all uh, young kids have when they're raised in the church, I guess they hear about Jesus and they hear about God, but then they also hear about some other things too. And then you hear about Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and the, <laughs> and the, uh, and the Tooth Fairy and all that. So, and But you get to a point where you finally distinguish, you know, well, well, this is, this is real. The others, maybe not so much, but... This is uh, this is something different. I can't really pinpoint a particular age that when that happened, but I knew you know there was a time when I realized you know well God and Jesus that's that's the real thing, and I was I guess mine for a long time for whatever reason I guess I just wanted to. It took me a while to make a public profession of faith, and I knew I always had a a good relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, prayers. I was you know saying my prayers every night and was taught that at our family devotion. So it was just a big part of my life. But I guess I wanted to, you know, I knew I needed to have that, you know, make make it public and also to come forward in baptism as, you know, obedient, as obedience. And, uh, but uh, I just waited for a long time for whatever reason. I guess I wanted to make sure that it was my decision because when you, when you grow up, especially I did, there was, seemed like there was a lot of you know, a lot of pressure, and I've heard other people talk about that too when they're kids. It seemed like, you know, when they go forward, the, uh, they've come back and said, well, I think I went forward because my friends went in. I was yeah. like, yeah, I want to be with my friends, or a whole group went, and I just want to be left out, and I just want to make sure that I did it for the right right reasons. And so I held out for a long time, and finally I just decided, you know, it, it's time. There's something that needs to be done, because, you know, like I said, I had a I felt I had a good relationship yeah. with Jesus and God, but 
until I got that, you know, made that decision and followed him in obedience. And it wasn't really. How old were you when you got baptized? Really complete. Fifteen. Fifteen. Amen. It's 15. great. It's a, it's a great age to be baptized. <laughs> right? um, well, so you um, grew up at Northside. What did you do for uh, a job when you were working? Uh, yes. Uh, most of the time, I uh, well, the big part I was selling. You're talking about the you know, the textile industry, yep. but actually, it's kind of odd. I went to work when I went to work selling. I worked at their PBI division. Uh, that was a new company that had just started. Oh, uh, I guess back in the 1980s. And what it was, they made a, like a specialty fiber. It was sort of a, a new, sort of a new invention to sort of replace asbestos because asbestos was real dangerous. But they made this uh, fiber. It's PBI, that's the name of the company, and it stood for polybenzimetazole. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm glad we decided to call it PBI instead yeah. of having to remember that name all the time. But basically it was this highly chemical resistant and flame proof. Yeah. And we were losing money, 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 year after year after year, and we all kind of wondered, well, how long is the company you know, going to be patient with yeah. us losing millions of dollars every year? But one year they got this big fire contract with the New York Firefighter Department to make their fire, use this yeah. material to make fire, 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 their firefighter suits out of. And that sort of basically put them over the top. And to show you how strange things were, we thought we were going to be out in the street. And, you know, the main plant was going, oh, well, now the main plant got shut down in addition to their research facility in Charlotte, which later I got transferred to and worked up there for seven years. Both of those are closed down, torn down in apartments now. PBI is still standing out there. Now, that's <laughs> all the uh, the uh, the Riverwalk development out there. So okay. that just shows you how odd life can be. You know, you think you know one's going down and another will be there forever. Yeah. You know, just the opposite. Well, how did uh, the Lord call you? Bring you to Park Baptist Church? Uh, I was just uh, looking around. Just basically wasn't satisfied. You know, with where where I was, and I just felt I wasn't growing and wasn't getting out of you know what you know you know, what God wanted me to get out of life and be able to serve him. And so I started watching and it come around about in 2020, uh, when the COVID year back in January, before COVID really hit, I started watching online and I liked what I saw. And as soon as I began watching, I said, I believe that's the place for me. I'm going to have to check it out in person to make sure. But from everything I saw, even saw a couple of people on the video that I recognized okay. and everything. So, uh, but like I said, it got delayed because of COVID. I was in January and February. So I watched the services every week. And then when you finally started back uh, your services again in June, I believe it was something like June the 7th, I think. That was the first Sunday I came. And I still joke with people. First Sunday I came, there was a grand total of 11 people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell people, like, are you serious? Well, said, yeah. And I didn't count me and counting myself and a friend of mine that well, come with me. Yes, so, yes, yes. We've come a long way since did, then. Did it make you happy or sad that I was a Chicago Bear fan? Oh, I, did, I didn't care. I, I, I've loved being here at Park so much. I don't care who people root for. Me. <laughs> and that's a great thing. We can kid people about each other about things like that, but it's done in a loving way. Yeah, well, I've been are, around people before; they they do it, and it's not so in a loving yeah, way. Yeah. So. Those of you who don't know, uh, Eddie Fails, a lifelong Green Bay Packer fan, <laughs> and the Chicago Bears are arch rivals. So, uh, well, you have been an absolute delight since you've been to Park Baptist Church, you, right? I, I love the fact that. that you come to me most Sundays and say, "Who's a visitor? Let me mm-hmm. let me let me let me give him the Eddie Eddie Fail charm and welcome him, <laughs> welcome him to Park Baptist Way." So, um, since you've been at Park, right? How has you know, what have you been encouraged by? How have you seen the Lord moving in your life and the life of the church? Okay. 
Well, uh, Mitch, I think you had me do your uh, do my testimony one evening, and I remember uh, one of the things I brought up was, you know, despite you know me being you know a Christian for so long, it seems like, and I know I probably I know I've grown since you know I you know was baptized at yeah. fifteen, but just in my mind, it seemed like since I've been apart, I've grown so much, a whole lot more, and a whole lot faster. And so that's been a blessing to me. It seems like my, uh, you know, my walk with the Lord has been a lot closer and I've grown more and learned more just in what, a little over two, two and a half years I've been here. And maybe about the same as I have, you know, maybe even more than I have all the other years yeah, put together. Good. So, and I uh, owe that to the, of course, the, you and the rest of the staff and also to the wonderful people here, you know, that. I'm just constantly encouraged by, I know I mentioned to you one Sunday as I was leaving, uh, you know, Northwestern, the football team, which I'm a big fan of, and I was a member of the first graduating class, as I mentioned several yeah. times, they had a slogan that said, success breeds success, and I think we could translate that to part, meaning love breeds love, yeah. and Amen. that's the way it does. there's so much love here, you're giving love, and you want to reciprocate that and give it back, and then they want to reciprocate it, and it just builds and builds and builds. And it's just a just a wonderful experience. If someone's listening to this and uh, they're not part of a Sunday school class, what would you tell them? I would tell them they're missing out on a lot because, well, Sunday school that's sort of I think that's sort of the backbone of any church. You know, you got to have that. And while the services and the worship are just wonderful here and first rate, uh, you've got to have that. You know, intimate. Uh, uh, you know, one-on-one -on -one time with people. In fact, that's how I really got to know a lot of the people. I, you know, I wanted to find out, you know, be part of a Sunday school class where there was a lot of people in it where I could make connections. And I've been in Keith's class ever since I've been here, and that's really, and that, that really sort of served as a springboard to me to getting to know a lot of people. I knew them, and from them, I made other connections, and it just sort of snowballed. One of the things that I find incredible, incredibly encouraging from you, Eddie, is you really want to be a source of strength and encouragement on people's lives, right? Mm -hmm. I, I can probably tell you a number of people who've come up to me and said, Eddie Fail showed up at, at our softball game. Eddie Fail showed up at this <laughs> football game. Eddie Fail showed up here, showed up there. Why, why do you do that? Why do you just try to show up at, you know, go watch games, like, you know, and to try to be involved in people's lives? Yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, doing others is you'd have them doing you if I was involved in something, you know, I, I would really appreciate, you know, people supporting me and whatever. And I know how much it means to people and especially parents, you know, when you go out and see their kids uh, play or do something, you know, or, or participate in an activity. And it just, it just thrills me. And, you know, someone's even been so surprised. They well, thank you for coming. And it's been so overwhelming and, and it makes me feel good inside. I know I've made somebody, you know, happy, you know, in that way. Well, it's been a huge encouragement to my family. I know many others, so mm -hmm. we thank you for that. Um, so, you know, obviously you are, um, uh, you've been, you're single, right? Mm -hmm. how, how is life, um, you know, in your opinion, as a single person in the life of the church, you know, anything that you really want to share? I mean, obviously you've been intimately involved in the life of the church with people, has a lot more free time, you know, have a little more free time. And, yeah. you know, we did talk before there are times, may, maybe you maybe experience some loneliness in terms of, of that. Has that been a part, a problem in, in the, in church life before or a problem here at park? Uh, actually not, you know, in other churches I've been, you know, singles in some cases, singles are looked at as being a little bit different or odd. Or they just don't, <laughs> don't know where we, where do we fit these people in this certain sect? But at park, it's just different. I, uh, in fact, I, we did the, uh, uh, the singles seminar one night, I think, yeah. that uh, Whit led. And uh, 
I, I just, uh, you know, said that, you know, I feel like, you know, a lot of times, uh, I don't really see much different. You know, there's positives and negatives with being single. It's like there's positives and negatives with being married. Yeah. You got to find out what's right for you. And I feel like God has led me down this path and he just given me uh, the ability to handle it. You know, most yeah. people, woman, since I've come to park, uh, I mean, you know, as far as loneliness, you know, I'm going to have just a ton of friends and, and, and interact with people all the time, singles, marrieds, children, whatever. And it's just, just been a blessing. So if there's any problem with me being single, it's totally been obliterated since I've been at park. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really, you know, don't even think about it. I just think I'm a, a park member. I don't look at myself as a single young man. I just look yeah. as, a, as a park member. Well, you love Rock Hill, and I love driving through the streets of Rock Hill because it seems like you can point to pretty much every corner of Rock Hill and have a story about it, right? Yeah, uh, yes. Tell me about your love for Rock Hill. Yes. Uh, well, it's just it's just home to me. I've never been one. I guess uh, I've sort of had to uh, adjust a little bit, but I've never been one to, like, change, you know. I mean, <laughs> if I'm in my comfort zone or whatever, I like staying there unless something comes along that forces me to move. Yeah. And I, I couldn't imagine living anywhere else. This sort of has the best of both worlds in a way. You have sort of, you know, Rock Hill's grown. I remember used to, you, you could get on one end of town and in probably five minutes drive across the other end of yeah. town. And, but it's not like that anymore. It's grown, but still it has that small, uh, small town appeals where, you know, uh, you know, you feel like you're run over. And then, of course, if you want something more exciting or to do things, there's always Charlotte just up the road. So you got all the benefits. I tell people, you got all the benefits of Charlotte without having to put up with the aggravations and stuff of living yeah, in Charlotte yeah. in a big city. Well, amen, amen. Um, well, how has the Lord, you know, in your mind of late, right, in the life of the church, what, what has been giving you lots of encouragement? Uh, oh, just saying the way the church has grown. It seems like... Uh, I just think sometimes that God is calling, is looking out and he's seeing people in other situations and maybe they're not, either not satisfied or God think, you know, I think we, I could use you, but I could use you over here. Part's got something going on and I think you could be a big part of it. So just about everybody that comes in and joins since I've been here almost has like the same kind of personality, the same kind of spirit. The, the people we have here, it's almost like they're cloned in a way. You know, there's a certain, there's a certain uh, I guess call them a park person. Yeah, and everybody yeah. that comes in here has that park person feel. They, like they already, you know, want to be a part of it, you know, what this, you know, what it's like, what we do here. And they're ready to hit the ground running and be a part of it when yeah. they come here. Well, you have been such an encouragement to so many folks. Um, you know, obviously the Lord has gifted you, right? You're an encourager, right? And uh, you have a memory like a steel trap. Right? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Ho- hoping I'm, I'm trying to hang on to that. I really am. Maybe it's kind of gotten, you know, I've kind of struggled with it a little bit, but hopefully I can hang on to that for a long time. Well, you uh, you serve even helping to clean the church on Thursdays and you just want to kind of give your gifts to the life of the body. Yeah. Um, how would you encourage uh, people, someone's out there like, hey, I'm not really sure how to plug in or how to use my gifts to serve the church. As someone who's using their gifts to serve the church, what could you? What would you say to encourage them? Well, if anytime you know you hear, maybe you make an announcement yourself, or somebody says, you know, we've got this need, whatever, just respond to it. This thing, and even if it's something you get into and you find out, well, maybe that's not my thing, look for something else. Because a lot of times, uh, in fact, you know, coming clean the church, you know, I guess on the surface you think, well, I don't sound like much fun coming in the trash and doing that. But for me, it's a great source of fellowship, you know, 
we've had, in fact, during the summer, a lot of times when the kids are out of school, it's almost like a party. <laughs> the kids are running all over the place, playing and everything, and we're interacting and singing and talking to each other. And it's more like a fellowship than it is a chore. So, and that's why, and that's the way it should be when you're serving God. It should be a burden. It should burden. It should be, you know, something something you enjoy. And that's the way everything. I don't mind helping in anything because it's basically it's it's not work. It's fun. Yeah, so. man, what a what a great what a great attitude. Uh, well, uh, Eddie, we are in the Christmas season. Do you have any uh, favorite Christmas traditions? Uh, no, uh, not not any. Uh, uh, Christmas hymn? Do you have a favorite Christmas hymn? Probably, if I had to pick one, I like them all. I'll probably, uh, I guess, Heart the Herald Angels Sing, if I had to pick one. Oh, uh, that's such a good song. Yeah. So rich. So yeah, rich. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I got it because that's sort of the song they sang at the end of a Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic, classic, Eddie. Um, well, uh, what could we be praying for, for you about going on in your life right now? Okay. Well, not so much for me, but just pray for a part. Pray for this church that we will keep on doing what we're doing and uh, doing it better. You can't even, you know, you can't rest on your laurels, no matter how good, you know, yeah. I mean, you know this, no matter how good you do things, if you stop, it's almost like going backwards. So yeah. you know, we don't want to stop. We just want to see what we're doing and keep on doing it, doing it better and uh, finding out what else God has in store for us and doing that as well. So just... Just pray that part will just just keep the same spirit and the same drive and well anyway just uh, just enjoy the same blessings that God has been blessing us with for all the years I've been here and then even well before. It's really encouraging to me um, and 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 a little bit of exhausting <laughs> to see all that the Lord's done in the yeah. life of the church. You know we we planted Pioneer last year, twenty twenty one. Uh, in August, and then Thomas Broom, uh, we met him in September, right? Yeah. He, he brought him on in September to be our next church planning resident. Uh, we're sending, we sent him out today, yeah. right? Uh, we're recording this December 11th, um, you know, so December 12th, what day is it? December 11th, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was super encouraging to see him and a few others go to yeah. go over to Grace Chapel. Um, and you kind of want to take a breath, you know, and say like, okay, what's, what's next? Yeah. Um, but the Lord has uniquely gifted our church to do lots of things. So mm-hmm. we are so encouraged. That's a, that's yeah. a good prayer. Yeah. Uh, it's the reforming church. It says, uh, the, the, the great majesty of reformer. So the reforming church is always reforming, right? Yeah. You always want to keep on growing and getting yeah. better. And we are, we are in one sense content with who God has made us to be. And in another sense, we are never content with how God wants to use us, right? Yeah. We always want to do more, more of Him, and yeah. do more for our uh, for our city and for our, our, the world. So, yeah. uh, so pray, praise the Lord. Well, um, we'll be praying for you, for you. Pray for this park now, and we'll just uh, you know ask God's favor on our, yeah. our congregation. So, uh, Father, we thank you so much for Eddie and the kind of man that he is, and. Uh, even uh, being uh, one who just cares so much about the body of Christ, he wants the, the church to continue to thrive. Lord, he has helped make this church thrive, his, his warm, kind demeanor, uh, the joy that he kind of exudes to others. Uh, we thank you so much for his spirit. We thank you so much, Lord, how he has uh, just been so encouraging um, of, of, of singles, of families with small kids, with with teenagers. He's just a delight, Father. We pray that you would uh, multiply our congregation with more and more um uh, men and women like Eddie Fail. Lord, we do thank you that you have done much in our church uh, over these last two years. Uh, Father, we pray you do much more, Lord. Uh, we don't know what your will is for our church, but we pray that we'd be faithful, that we'd be steadfast and immovable doing the work of the Lord, and that we just rejoice in how you use our congregation. So, Father, we, we love you. We thank you so much for, for dear servants like Eddie, and we pray, God, you bring bring us more. 
uh, that we can continue to do your work here at uh, Park Baptist Church. We love you, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.